They're potentially the two most spoken words in riding arenas around the world, heels down. And the reason is because they're absolutely vital to your success as a rider. And what you find is, even if you think it's really simple, oh, it's in those moments where more is required from you. That's where things can go for a ball. Hi there, my name is Lauren Elison and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have well, better conversations with your horse. And of course, heels down is one of the prerequisites to those conversations because without it, well, your balance is not going to be what it needs to be. And I can tell you now, your balance plays such a huge part, first of all, in staying on the horse, you know, pretty vital, but then also in how you're going to effectively communicate to your horse using your aids and being able to, I suppose, be I don't know, just the best version of yourself showing up in the saddle each and every time. So let's get into it. What is heels down? Well, to put it very basically, heels down is when your foot, okay, your foot, and the sole of your foot is slightly angled, meaning that your heel is slightly lower than your toes, okay? And more specifically, not even your toes, it's more like the ball of your foot because that is really where the stirrup is going to be. So you want your heel just slightly, slightly lower than that. Now, how slightly? Oh, that all depends. And we're gonna chat about that a little bit later, but let's get into heels down for today. Initially, when you be learn to ride, uh, your heels down is basically what keeps you on the horse. And you might say, well now Lauren, that is a bit of a stretch, but it's not. Because I can tell you, after watching, oh, probably thousands of falls at this point, heels down is the number one factor when it comes to a rider having an unplanned dismount, or I suppose the lack of heels down, okay? It is that important. But later, when we actually do manage to kind of refine our riding to the point where staying on is not the number one objective anymore, we've got that covered, okay? What you'll find is at any point where the balance is questioned. So think about areas where your balance may be, oh, it's a little bit tougher. And like transitions, maybe going over jumps, maybe when your horse is being a little naughty or a little fresh, things like that, that is where having your heels down really and truly comes into play and it's where it becomes really vital to actually keeping things on track. Now, if we take that a step further and we again think about these areas of balance, it is when your horse begins to become unbalanced. So again, it's usually the same things. It's where um, transitions, going over jumps, landing from jumps is a big one, um, things like that. And it's where you as the rider, then you must be really, can we say secure and really consistent in your balance in order to support your horse in his development and in order for you both then to reach the next level. And again, this comes down to heels again. Now, initially what you'll find is heels down is the rider trying to remain balanced on the horse. The horse is fine. It's the rider trying to stay balanced on the horse, basically trying to keep the horse between themselves and the ground, okay? And then later, as you, I suppose, become, can we use the word better, okay? So as you refine your riding more, you'll find that it actually flips and your heels being down is actually your way of maintaining for your horse. So now you're maintaining yourself, but you're doing so in order to help support and balance the horse. Does that make sense? 
I hope so. Okay, so let's get into the nuts and bolts of it. The very first thing that I feel riders are getting wrong when it comes to heels down is how their foot is in the stirrup. And what happens is you'll often read it in books or you'll heard it, people say it and they'll say, you know, the stirrup must be underneath the ball of your foot. But that's not really true, actually, because if you were just to put the stirrup exactly under the ball of your foot, and this I see kind of novice and, and beginner riders doing this, they'll, they square the stirrup with their shoe, okay? So in other words, the stirrup and their shoe, they're, they're almost like perpendicular to each other. There's kind of right angles going on there, okay? Uh, between the, the angle of the shoe and, and the angle of the stirrup, or the angle of their foot, if you want, and the angle of the stirrup, okay? And that's not what you want. You actually want the stirrup to be more diagonally positioned across your foot. So if we want to get really basic, we could say the ball of your foot, so directly underneath kind of your big toe, if you want that kind of ball of your foot there, and then it moves diagonally. So the other side of your stirrup should be by your little toenail okay so now obviously this depends on your foot and how your foot's made and of course we all have our wonderful unique feet but uh, that that's kind of a basic rule of thumb what is important is that you have the stirrup shifted so as it's more diagonal as opposed to at a right angle to your shoe or to your foot when your foot's in the stirrup okay so you want to position slightly slight differently now you're going to say, why is this so important? Well, it's really important for two reasons. The first reason is it helps you to use or it allows you, it doesn't even help you, it allows you and allows your ankle joint to move in order to act as a shock absorber. And that is really important. We'll bring this back to the balance just now, okay? But the shock absorber quality, okay, of your ankle joint, vital, absolutely vital when it comes to you being able to ride, okay? So that is the first reason. The second reason is if you were to take a tumble and every now and then you are going to fall off, it's one of those just, it's going to happen, okay? Now, as you get better, and can I equate this also to as you are able to keep your heels down in those more dicey situations, you'll find the falls will, well, they they dramatically decrease. There's a huge difference night and day between your ability to stay on the horse and you kind of making these unplanned dismounts, okay? So that's also important to remember. But what happens is, and, and the reason it's so important is because if your foot is too far into the stirrup, there is a good chance you'll be dragged. And that kind of brings me to the second part of the whole stirrup position. So many riders put their foot backwards into the stirrup, okay? And you're going to think, well, now, Lorna, that is just absolutely ridiculous. How could you do that? But they turn the stirrup the wrong way. So I want you to, to kind of stand here. To take this from my perspective. We're standing beside the horse. You've got the person, you yourself, you've cloned yourself now. You're standing on the ground here beside me. You're looking at yourself on the horse, okay? And we're standing by your foot, your foot in the stirrup. What we want is that as the stirrup falls down against the horse's side, so the stirrup is in the stirrup leather, and the stirrup leather is connected to the saddle, and it's falling down there. We want to turn the front of the stirrup, which is the side of the stirrup that's closest to your horse's nose or your horse's shoulder or your horse's elbow, the front part. We want to turn that out so as when your foot's in it, that is closest to your little toe, okay? Which means the back of the stirrup, as the stirrup falls down on the horse's side, just on the saddle, okay? The back of the stirrup, the side closest to the horse's flank, the horse's bum, that area is going to then end up closer to your big toe, that side of your foot. Does that make sense? Okay, really key. 
if your foot is in the stirrup the wrong way. So if you have turned the stirrup the wrong way around, so now the back of the stirrup is closest to your little toe and the front of the stirrup is closest to your big toe if your foot's in the stirrup, there is a huge chance that if you do fall off, you will be dragged. Okay, so, you know, if, if you don't want that to happen, just, just take this one little, little, very, oh, it's, it's a minor detail, but oh, very, very big consequences. Okay, so take that on. But the other reason it helps, obviously, is from the point of view of that angle I spoke about earlier, that diagonal angle. Okay, so now we've got your foot sorted out in the stirrup, you have it well positioned. And now I want to just kind of circle back to what I said about your ankle joint. And a lot of writers won't really believe me on this. So one of the ways you can kind of test this is actually getting off the horse and finding yourself a little step. And what you want to do is put your foot in the step the way it would be on a stirrup on, on the edge of the step, okay? And what's key here now is that your knee is over your toe, okay? So, or put differently, your toe is under your knee, whichever way you want to look at it, okay? But that's important. I'll explain why just now. But in doing so, I want you to then just apply pressure, apply weight, to your heel. This is where we get weighting the heel. Have you ever heard that? I'm sure somebody said it to you at some point in your riding. You need to put more weight into your heels or let the weight drop into your heels. There we go. That's how you're doing it, okay? You're just putting the weight down. And can you feel how your ankle now has the flexibility? Now, I want you to move your, your foot up and down a little bit. And I want you to kind of shift, start kind of playing a little bit with the weight. So start playing with from the point of view of the weight on your hips. So if we wanted to take it a step further, let's get your hip over your heel okay while you're doing this while you're having this little game on the step and now begin to kind of weight it and can you feel that how weighting your seat bone results in weighting your heel you feel on that you see it's all connected i know it's like the little song isn't it but there we go it is all connected really important but if your ankle joint can't work which is what happens when your foot's incorrectly in the stirrup that is where you are going to get locked and that's where you can't weight your heel and that's where the balance tends to go for a ball you understand? Okay, so that all being said and done, let's just take this back to you actually riding. Now, <laughs> what I'm going to suggest you do is you go find a few photographs of yourself in the saddle, okay? So photographs of you riding and take those photos. And what I want you to do is look and apply the click your fingers rule to those photographs, okay? So the click your fingers rule is basically, if we were to say a magic word, abracadabra, Click our fingers and make your horse vanish. Where would you land? Would you land on your feet? Would you land on your face? Or would you land on your bum? Okay. And what I want you to do is by applying the rule, very often you get actually where the rule is all well and good. But when we now take it a step further and we begin to look at the heels, you'd actually be on your tippy toes. And I don't know if you've ever tried to stand on something on your tippy toes while it's moving well, it's really difficult to do, okay? So same thing applies in the horse. You want to make sure that your heels are down, which is basically equates to just standing on, on your feet, on the flat of your foot, okay? If you were on something that's moving, because that's essentially what you're doing in the saddle. You're on something that's moving. You need to have everything that you can playing into your favor, balance-wise, in order to help you maintain your balance. And this is where I want to take to now. If we're going to maintain our balance, let's think about those tricky situations because very often when we take photographs, it's of the easier part of the situation. So we'll take it kind of at the, the top of the jump or we'll take it when we're actually doing the trot or doing the canter. 
Let's rather try and look at photos where things might get a little bit dicey. Landing from the fence, yeah? Or the transition, let's say, between walk and trot, between trot and canter. The downward transition between canter and trot. Or the downward transition between trot and walk. Look at all these things, okay? And that is where you then need to begin to look and see how well balanced you are in the saddle, which, as we just said, you can measure by how well your heels are down. Now, there are a few different kind of deciding factors. I feel sometimes people ram their heels down. They've been shoved down so much. Their foot's almost, the sole of their shoe is almost vertical, okay? You don't want it that far down. Mustn't be uncomfortable, okay? But you do want a little bit down. If you're on a horse, let's say this horse is a schoolmaster, it's a horse you know very well, you're doing flat work, then your heel, it can be so subtle, that weight, okay? Um, it'll almost look like your foot is basically horizontal or the sole of your foot, the sole of your shoe is going to be horizontal. But you, what you will find in that situation is the heel is slightly weighted, okay? Now, if you're on, I would say your heels being down um, goes to then how maybe tricky the situation has the potential to become okay um, so if you're on maybe a young horse or you're on a horse that's feeling very fresh or a horse that's been a little bit naughty I would say definitely having your heels down is a biggie and it, again it's going to be the deciding factor whether you stay on or you're going to come off okay heels down but what you'll also find is as your heels are down and if they're down that little bit more it actually helps your thighs to almost become buffers and your thighs help to lock you into the saddle if anything were to go wrong, you can kind of brace against your thighs, okay? Now, if you're thinking, what are you talking about? It's okay, trust me, if, if it ever does occur to you at some point and you have your heels down, you'll feel your thighs just automatically, they, they just come into play, just like magic. And there you go, you stay in the saddle. So just important to remember that regardless of what you're doing, your heels should have a little bit of weight in, okay? How much weight will depend on what you're doing, on the horse you're riding, it'll depend on your unique situation and circumstance. But what is important is that your weight, the weight should remain into your heel at all times while in the saddle. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. Have a great one. Keep well. Oh, and if you find this enjoyable, if you're getting any benefit out of it, please do like it or share it with anybody that you think it could help. And also, maybe, just maybe, you could pop on and give me a rating as well on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. I really appreciate it. And it does help other equestrians find this to help them in their riding as well. Okay, keep well, be good, and I'll chat to you soon. Bye-bye.